0: Good evening, ladies and gents. Welcome back to another episode of the Fan Zone podcast. As always, joined by myself, Colin and Ange. This time we're back for episode 33. Uh, This episode is titled A Pothole in the Road. I think the last time we had a a similar reference was uh, after Wickham. After we lost at Wickham, uh, we called that episode... Uh, a bump in the road, and this certainly feels a little bit more significant. Uh, so, so we'll go with a go with a pothole, and I think the next one after that, if we should be lose again, will probably be a car crash. Um, <laughs> but we shouldn't speak of that. We're running out of fixtures. Uh, wrong. Say again. We're running out of fixtures to lose. But yeah. Well, there aren't any left. <laughs> the way mm-hmm. I see it, that would be. You have to be taking at least four from the next two. Mm. It's oh, wow, it's uh, it's certainly hotting up, so to speak, and uh, things are getting interesting. Obviously, uh, Bolton fell to defeat uh, at home against Accrington Stanley on Tuesday <laughs> evening. Uh, I'm sure many of you watching the podcast and listening back, uh, will, will have. <laughs> Not very great memories uh, of playing at Grinton Stanley, and last night certainly added to that list. But I suppose we'll start with our post-match reactions as always. So, uh, Ange, we'll go to you first. What did you make of uh, last night's game?
1: Just wasn't good enough, was it? Um, And I'm not even going to go into the whole officials thing because it was ours to win and we didn't. Um I thought we were it seems like and I know that people have gone on about the fact you don't seem to have a plan B. Um and last night's plan B seemed to be do the same with different people, <laughs> possibly worse people. I thought the substitutes were uninspiring and confusing. I don't know if Shola sure ended up somehow left back or <sighs> I thought Dak was having an alright match to be fair, but um yeah. Dan look just his decision making was off. Um every pass he picked p- potentially was the wrong one or the wrong weight or he just mistimed it. Um I was it was a, like just the energy was sucked out of me. I just I really struggled yesterday to to um Find many positives, there weren't many, and I know that if we'd have somehow got some sort of point from that match, I'd have struggled still. But it's one of those in it where we're at the business end of the season, and points are points, and you don't care how you get them. But when you lose them, you, you've got to kind of look at the match and how they've played. And it, yeah, it just was not good enough.
0: Absolutely, I think after looking at the performance, a point would have been an absolute godsend. I mean. Yeah, as you said, in, in in layman's terms, it just wasn't good enough. There were too many, you know, substandard performances, which is something we haven't really been used to for quite a long while. There's been a, a pretty consistent run of good performances, not just from the squad as a whole, but individual performances um, that have contributed to that effort. And, I mean, something has to be said about the officiating. Um, I mean... We're used to 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 poor standards of officiating, but I think last night may have took it to a, a new level. And I know we shouldn't drag on about it too much, but there were there were some really questionable decisions. Uh, and when those aren't going in your favour, it sucks the life of not uh, not only out of the fans but the players too. Um, Colin, what were your thoughts on the game? How did you? What were your thoughts? I suppose immediately after the game, whilst it was going on, but now that you've had some time to reflect, how are you feeling? Um,
2: Well, I think the first thing that comes to mind is it's a missed opportunity, isn't it? Um, Huge. In terms of what it does to us as a a team, I think it gives our competitors, Derby and Peterborough, a massive leg up um, psychologically, which isn't ideal. And I know that they've got less favourable fixtures, but when you look at that in the cold light of day, You know, Derby goes to Sheffield Wednesday. You know, Sheffield Wednesday, probably going to be just stuck in the playoffs by that point, you would imagine. Um, And I think Peter Bergogh to help me out. Bristol Rovers. The last game, I don't think they do. Oh, Barnsley, sorry. Barnsley, in same rules apply. that's it. So, yeah, they'll be looking at that. Last night, pretty happy. Um, I think... It's reliant upon Deion Charles too much at the moment. Um, he looks exhausted. If, if he doesn't score, we don't score, which is a bit of a concern. Um, any momentum that we, we we've got has been sapped, I think, after last night um then i think i'll, I'll keep up on about it it's really important that we go into the playoffs if we do get into the playoffs with a bit of momentum so therefore it's imperative that we we win all the next two games there's no no excuses on that front um we can't feel too downbeat. i think um david's put that in the, in the chat um it's imperative that we don't because we've not got time to feel sorry for ourselves and that's not only just including the players that's including the fans as well and with Ange, with regards to the the atmosphere last night and and you know that this just felt like something we're missing and it was frustrating as well there's excuses you've got to give some credit to accrington yes the referee was poor yes we should mention it because it kind of becomes normal if we don't if 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 we don't because then levels of performances is simply not acceptable but It's excuses as far as I'm concerned. We need to be able to rise above shit officiating and shit tactics, excuse my French. Um, But it is in our own hands. You know, I've made a note before the podcast, you know, we're fifth, 75 points, we've got a one better goal difference. We're on a level playing field now. And yeah, we just need to look forward. Very mindful, my tone is a lot lower and less engaged as normal, so I do apologise about that. But it's a little bit, I feel a little bit, still a little bit peed off, to be honest. Um, before we go live, we, we have a little bit of a chat before and I noticed the mood was very sombre compared to normal.
0: In black. It certainly is. There is a, a distinct difference in the feel of today's podcast compared to, to previous ones. So with, that in mind, um,
2: with, with that in mind, very grateful for the people that are live with us in the chat because we feel, or I felt, this yes. would probably be more of an audio podcast than than a visual Interactive.
0: Absolutely. If you're one of the absolute troopers that have, have put us on, and perhaps isn't watching the City or Arsenal game, or is watching it at the same time, then tell, you us, are why. Really tell us why. Tell us why.
2: What brings why you, you back you to
0: join us? uh it's a pleasure to have you all with us though obviously we can see a few names in there phil uh liam david green of course the regulars are in there so we do appreciate you tuning in uh, liam's put a comment on uh and he said uh, the referee my god but angie's right what's happened with lee i think that was in reference to shortire being played uh i think he came on as a tenor originally and then was shifted mm-hmm. out wide and what looked like a change of shape um He said also, why since the final is Catcher sidelined after one of his best performances? And finally, do you think sadly it would have impacted? We'll address all of those. Uh, We'll go first with uh, Catcher being sidelined because it's something that I actually saw on on, on Twitter and it it did intrigue me a little bit. You know, Dion and Catcher arguably that they're most dominant display against the league leaders in a cup final at Wembley and and since then haven't got minutes together I would be inclined to suggest that perhaps against the likes of Shrewsbury Cambridge and some of the, the the rough and tumble sides that perhaps you know bed in a little bit and sit back especially like Shrewsbury I'm not sure whether Dion and Catcher will would be able to get a foothold on those games quite as much as as perhaps one of the bigger lads like Dan or or Victor. But what do you think, Colin? What were your what are your thoughts? Do you think Catcher should uh, be owed some minutes after his uh, performance at Wembley?
2: I think he gets minutes, doesn't he? I think he he started against Exeter uh, with the up front. I think people keep saying, "Well, they've not played together since Wembley." That's a lot of crap because they did. They played together straight after uh, away at Exeter. Um, I think it Ever sees capture as more of a player with his experience to allow us to kill and move the game forward in the last latter stages of it, i.e., when we're leading, bring him on. He'll win the free kicks, he'll get us up the field, he'll do some what are the less traditional forward play that we 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 need in our team. Um, and he's a bit dogged in his play as well, in his tenaciousness. And I think that's probably why he doesn't start as often as you we will probably hope, given his, his recent impact or impacts. I, I, I've been saying about catcher for months how much I, I I like him and how I think he's important to to our squad. But I could I certainly see why he doesn't start him. I think that kind of answers your, your
0: question and what are your thoughts do you think he, he should have had more minutes or would you more or less agree with what Collins just said
1: oh I don't think we'd have scored last night playing 400 minutes it just weren't going to happen was it um like I, there's got to be a method out there. There, there, there he ain't just leaving him out for the for the sake of it um we we know, and I think I think he's made it pretty clear for since that whole debacle with people giving him a lot of grief that Ian respects him and thinks he's a fantastic footballer. So there's 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 method to his madness. Whether it's because of the defensive disruption he's not playing him, whether it's because he's one of those who's niggling and might be ready for an injury. If it's because I don't know, who knows? I mean. And those and those big boys Ben did nothing yesterday. So you play with well, target, you don't hit the target. I don't, I don't. I don't. They're not. Yeah,
2: they're not. They're not programmed to play that direct style of football. I mean, you can kind of tell they're heavily reluctant upon playing any sort of direct ball or direct pass. Um, the at one point towards the end of the game yesterday, I, I kind of thought there's actually too many attackers on this pitch. Is that might sound. There just seems to be an overload of of players in in the central areas that weren't really doing anything and kind of expected things to happen for them, which as a forward you kind of do, which it makes you question the subs even more. And I guess there's a the degree of I think there's a degree of panic about the the substitutions yesterday. Um, Kieran Lee must have a, 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 an ongoing niggle, I think, because he would have been perfect to bring on yesterday and. The lines and, and create, but obviously it didn't happen.
0: Indeed. Uh, and finally, we'll go back to Liam's comment uh, and just finish on that. Uh, do you think sadly it would have impacted the game? Uh, obviously, on loan at Leighton Orient, just being promoted. Uh, nods of heads would suggest that, shakes
1: that no. I mean, shakes
0: of head would suggest no, not nods. Yes, yeah, shakes of heads. It's one of those <laughs> days. Uh, I mean, I, I'd be inclined to agree with you both. I, I don't honestly think... think he messi- was clutching at straws. He was clutching at straws
2: without the possibility that he may or may, or may not have made an impact. I yep. mean, it, it, you might say he didn't have enough opportunity when he were here, but... it
1: would have been playing at left wing-back.
2: Yeah. We didn't know what he were, did we? We didn't know what he worked. He didn't fit the system because of the way we changed the system after we signed him. He just didn't work. And I think as well, he's a southern lad, you know, he obviously would having a kid at the time and stuff, and he probably just wanted to move back down south as well. And he
1: seems to have settled really well down there yeah, and in that in that group, and they've just been promoted, so good yeah. on him. Nice lad, seems like a really nice lad, so wish him the best. But no, he wouldn't have made an impact, I don't think, yesterday.
0: Fair comments all around on that note. Uh John obviously given the nod to start ahead of Randall after his couple of games, couple of run-outs, run uh, which I thought he was relatively impressive with. Perhaps his, his, his best performances for us so far seems to be growing into the games that he is playing, which is good to see. Obviously, Sheehan started again uh, and Lunderloo came in uh, to try and make a difference, uh, which unfortunately he didn't. What did you make of the team selection? I don't think there were any major surprises in there really. I think we all thought that John <laughs> would have been given the start. I was a little bit surprised to see Dan start. I thought Vic may have been given a run out, but can understand that he's played a lot of minutes recently. Uh, and after already picking up injuries for us so far, you don't really want to risk that heading into potentially the playoffs. But but Ange, what did you make of the uh, squad lineup and, and those three in particular?
1: So on paper, it looked, <clears throat> it looked all right because I, I, Dan had given us some little glimpses of, um, he had a bit of something about it. But I don't know whether we just, oh, yesterday was just, everyone was just so far off it. Like You know I, who,
0: who Dan reminds me of? He reminds me so much of Sami Amiobi. Just, I, wish, yeah, I wish he was.
2: Um, Sammy Amiobi's twice a player. He is.
0: Yeah, per- perhaps not as good, but there's just so something about either. him. <coughs> just
1: so could be asked. Or... You know
0: what's funny? Liam has just put the exact same comment in the uh, in the in the comment oh, section. He's yeah, just yeah. said Dan reminds me of Sammy Amiobi. Um, but carry on, hands. Yeah, it, everyone just did yeah. see him off it, didn't they? Even even as was uh, off it. He
1: was it ashamed, arguably a fault for the goal as well, weren't it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, straw. you know what? We can, we can, you can, we can pick apart it, and this is what we do. This is why the pod's here. But ultimately, it's gone on it. Ian's the mistakes were made both on and off the pitch yesterday, with with subs and the way that we set up. he told us, he told us what he was going to come and do. <laughs> they executed the game plan brilliantly. And we just were we just, we just were off it. We have a real issue with playing bottom of the table, scrappers. Um, then the the whole injury feigning thing was driving me insane. When um, I mean, we know Colin likes to call it game management and I like to call it cheating. Mm, but yes. <laughs> yesterday it was on the verge, you know, I'm cheating.
2: <laughs> do yeah, well, they got to do what they got to do, aren't they? We got to be able to rise above that.
0: Sometimes yeah, and
1: we had and we had how many players in as well? How many chances to put that we could have put away? Oh, in <sighs> I just I want to—that's
0: that's the crucial part as well. You know, when you're playing against those teams, um, I, I was on randomly BBC Radio Manchester after the game, and um, I said the exact same thing that uh, my mind goes back to games like Lincoln. Um, And when you start games, you know, on the front foot, you cannot afford to slip up and and, and let teams get a foot in. You know, you have to take your chances whilst you're on top. Otherwise, the momentum of the game and the way the game is played completely shifts within a matter of seconds after you've gone one down against a team that are then going to look to just camp uh, and set up uh, shut-up shop. Uh, And it's one of these. You can't afford to gift chances to teams that are looking to nick a goal, but in the same respect, you can't afford to to miss chances uh, uh, and give away chances that don't come about that often. You have to be more cl- clinical and ruthless up front. And Everett said that in his post-match presser. He said, "You know, when you don't take your chances, you get punished." That's at every level, isn't it?
2: You know, at every level.
0: It certainly is. We had a chance uh, then, we, yeah. shortly
2: after they scored. I think Shim was kind of one on one, weren't it? And he, and he fluffed it, didn't he? That's um, yeah. it's kind of happening too much. And like I said, it goes back to what I said before about relying on Dion Charles a little bit too much.
0: What is the solution to that? Do you think? Obviously, I, I don't think Just, there is a quick fix to being more clinical. Is it a, is it I'm a quality concerned. issue, or is it something no. more deep rooted than that?
2: No, neither. Um, I think it's just the the forwards whoever it is who he plays with him be it be it uh Dan or be it, be it be, they they just need a goal simple as that they're one off well i mean that Vic scored i need to be fair to him he just i, feel a bit, I just think things aren't really fitting around him are they really in terms of the other performances of the other players i think certainly dan just needs a goal and he does to come off his ass or something or anything um because i do think there's a player in there like i think um Liam said, um, but
1: it was just massively overthinking everything. Yes, he can. He's just trying to, like trying to, yeah. 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 He needs yeah. to relax massively, like we had with with Kyle when he just all of a sudden he he just relaxed and it came good for him and and bless him. I mean, yeah, he's trying hard, but it's just not working, is it?
2: Everything seems to bounce off them two forwards at the moment, don't they? Like every every little little. Fifty-fifty doesn't drop their way or
0: the controls yep. and yeah. That, that <laughs> felt like that at Burton as well, massively.
2: Probably conscious as well.
0: Yep, it certainly feels that way. Do we, um, back to, do
2: we revert? to one up top?
1: Yeah, I think so.
0: Play more. Would you, do you risk that so close to the end of the season? Because if it doesn't work, then I mean, we, I, sure it's we have it's one of them in it.
1: They've yeah, been it didn't work.
0: We we can say anything in hindsight. I mean, if Everett was to change it and it worked, everyone would call him a tactical genius. And it's that same old story that if it didn't work, everyone would be saying, why has he done that? He's so inexperienced. Yeah. And it's a big call to make, though, so close to the end of the season. Would you definitely go ahead with it, Ange? If if you were in the hot seat, would you be changing to uh, to one up front?
1: Well, I'm picking out of them, yeah.
0: Colin, would you agree?
2: Well, I suggested it, didn't I? Uh, it's obviously in my mind that maybe that's an option um but i think again it depends on how thick here lee is and whether you know or whether we can trust shola to to produce um questionable in it i think it, i've seen it quite a bit and i i, I disagree with it but i agree with it at the same time i've seen a lot of people saying that the signings in january have been poor and the longer time goes on the more i'm beginning to agree with that comment the only thing is for me is especially from an attacker's perspective, of which we signed quite a few. They need time to bed in and adapt and adjust to, to how we, certainly how we play. Um, but we're running out of time, aren't we? So,
0: Do you think our, our, our January window had been almost, um, perhaps you could say, more disappointing given the fact that our season hadn't quite fallen over halfway through the season because the january has been quite a revival for, for the last couple of season, and it's turned us around at, at what was at points of desperation do you think that because we were already sort of on our way before january albeit with a few injuries rattling around on our think... way the playoff
2: direction is that what you mean
0: yeah 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 i think this season was our perhaps we were we were more comfortable before January than we have been for quite a long time. Mm. Do you think that perhaps that had uh, affected their plans, and perhaps they thought actually we don't need strengthening in, in as many areas? And and
2: I think we, did we, think? we I'm sure we, we signed as many players this January than we did last.
0: Uh I won't be
2: able to tell you if I'm honest. I'm pretty sure we we did. I'm pretty sure it's a similar number. I, I think. think uh, I think when you look at it, if you write it down in terms of players with signs, Joel Shortire, Man United, player for Man United in Europa League, tick. Victor Adibejo, goal scorer, probably one of the leading goal scorers when have assigned him, tick. Do you get what I mean? Cameron Jerome, arguably one of the more experienced players in the whole division, had a, a great career, scored goals all over the place, including recently in the Championship, Tick. Do you see what I'm saying? So when you write, when you look at it on the face of it, they're all kind of decent signings. Um, they're just not. It's just not clicked. It's just not worked for them. And better, yeah, yeah a steel fans are giving a bit of stick that he was a bit crap. Is he as crap as we kind of think he is? Probably not. Is he low in confidence? Probably yeah. As he needed to play alongside uh, Ricardo Santos consistently, probably yeah. Yeah, he hasn't done because obviously he's been injured and etc. And, and etc. Cetera, et cetera. So, yeah, it's just not worked, does it? They're just not, they're just not gel. I think it's as simple as that. To the colour,
0: feels that way. And I'll be interested to see how, how much benefit a pre season under their belt does, uh, and with the intention of them hitting the ground running come the start of the season uh, uh, and perhaps ironing out these issues that we may have faced so far. Uh, Liam's put a comment on and he said, the signings were the right signings on paper. The problem is everyone is pointing to the departures being more of an impact. Um, And and that's obviously something that's been thrown around quite a lot. Obviously, the loss of of, of Dapo um, and sadly uh, Bakayoko, perhaps not those last two being pointed out quite as much. But Dapo
2: Dapo couldn't fit into the, the way we play. So it's irrelevant. We sold Dapo because the money were good. He wanted to leave, and he wasn't fit in the system. I mean, we're playing at fullback at Aquinas for Christ's sake. Do you get what I mean? So, like, yeah. Ability-wise, Dapo's probably our best player this season in terms of technique. But it was it was square pegs and round holes, wasn't it? As far as he's It certainly was. But more importantly, he actually wanted to leave the club. He wanted to. You better yeah,
1: you can't. therefore you
2: can't the keep a player, can you? Yeah, yeah. Stay.
1: And they don't play the same if they're not happy, so it's counterproductive. And it? regardless of if people say we should have kept him, he didn't want to stay. So. And he
2: wasn't. He, I've heard it off off pretty reliable sources. He, he can't. He could. He was sometimes quite a difficult character.
1: Yeah, same.
2: So he challenged a lot. He argued a lot. He wanted to know everything. He was a bit of a sponge, which is nothing wrong with that. But when some, you get somebody like that who isn't happy. It's a recipe for disaster. Agreed. It did. Oh, we had to leave,
1: didn't he? I think we've had that before, haven't we? Apparently. Allegedly.
0: Apparently. <laughs> I
1: about a previous player?
0: Oh, right.
2: Okay, yeah. I mean, it happens all the time, do not You can go back years and years. Wonders have always had players like
0: that.
1: Yeah, no, but, I just mean under this... Under this
0: um, regime. Regime, yeah. Are you at all concerned after that loss heading into the final two. I mean, obviously there will be some seeds of doubt. Uh, I think that is inevitable. Um, You know, it'd be be strange that if you didn't actually have a a second guess yourself almost heading into the final two. But what are your thoughts? Uh, Are you still optimistic? Are you still confident heading into these final two games? I mean, it is still in our hands, uh, but we we absolutely cannot rest on our laurels. There is still a job to be done. Ange, what, what are your thoughts?
1: I'm never. I'm never calm. <laughs> I never think it's job done. I'm always on the edge of nerves. And uh, I didn't think. I didn't think it was a sure in that we'd beat Aki, which if we, if we didn't. Um, I did. Sorry. but
2: yeah. <laughs>
1: Colin did. Um, and it's one of those games, isn't it? Football throws you curveballs all the time. Um, you got to take every game at a time and play what's in front of you and i just think sometimes potentially with some of the boys you've got maybe lack a bit of football intelligence for him to have a second system that they maybe not wired quite for switching in the middle of a game and mm. not this level or not, not this level yeah so i it's it's not. It's not a. Yeah, no. It's not. A, it's not a done deal, is it? Fleetwood will be tricky on Saturday, and I'll be as nervous as ever.
0: Kelly, what about you? I think, and it goes on a lot these
2: days. And I think it's because when a game happens, because of social media, everything's th- rammed down your throat in terms of the recent the game that you've just played, highlights, analyst analytics stats yada 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 there's a massive amount of recent with regards to fixtures and when you look at it as a whole we've probably not been great since february but we're currently sat in the playoffs we've just won a trophy albeit some may say a tin pot one but we still won a trophy and so far we've had we've had a successful season so when you channel all that down the right corridors there's no reason why we can't win the next two games and finish in the playoffs and push forward. So we just need to remove that game yesterday from our minds and think about the picture as a whole and what they've achieved as a team and as a club so far this season. Um, and it's a perfect opportunity because on Saturday, it's literally a couple of days away. We'll get to kind of correct all the wrongs from yesterday. Um, and it's a it's t- quick turnover, isn't it? So that's what you want. Um
1: yeah, it's the same as we said last time. We 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 lost. were we just need we need to see. There needs to be. There's got to be an instant reaction because it's. There's no. There's no time at all. Time has and gone. Generally sp-
2: yeah, generally speaking, this season there has been aren't there, after a defeat. Yeah,
1: yeah. So I'm 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 optimistic that they're not going to dwell on it and mm. they'll put it behind them and they'll focus on the next one. Yeah. Um, but there's some pretty big wrongs that need writing.
0: Indeed, there is uh, one interaction in the chat that I just wanted to touch on. Um, Peter Edge said that, why has John not been given more of the ball on the left? He was wide open with acres of space. Uh, and Liam actually replied to that. He said, it's because we are overly focused in putting yeah. everything free Bradley, yeah. even to his own detriment, which yeah. is a fantastic point. And, and yeah. something that I actually noticed. Um, you can't do that. You can't not do Say that. You? you can't not do that. It's
2: phenomenal. The kid's fantastic. It it's is, and that, that was the
0: point. Yeah, that, That's what I was going to touch on. Obviously, it, it's likely that um, Bradley will depart at the end of the season and, and won't you know, extend his stay here. Do you think that comes with any benefits? Obviously, his absence will be sorely missed. He is a, a phenomenal player, far too good for League One. Uh, I think we'd all agree that he could be playing in the Championship quite comfortably. Uh he has a number of attributes that you'd look for in, in, in you know in a in a top class right back so I think what I'm getting at is does Bradley's absence and perhaps um the introduction of maybe Randall uh the right wing back spot where he played at exeter and had a lot of success and enjoyed his football there uh, and, and either Iredale or John at left wing back does that create more of a balanced team that actually offers more going forward? Than a team that solely relies on that right hand side that teams can very easily adapt to. Colin, what are your thoughts on that? I'm not saying that is the case, just just putting the question out there. No, it's, me,
2: it's an interesting. It's an interesting angle, to be honest with you. It's a good because a, a successful teams have well balanced teams, don't they? Um, Certainly do. And I think. There is a natural navigation towards Conor Bradley because of his abilities. Whether the players who are playing realise that or not, they're doing that or not, subconscious thing. Um, I certainly see your point. I think if we don't get <laughs> the problem is, I was going to say we might focus more on defensive minded fullbacks, but we've kept twenty one clean sheets this season, so defensively there's no issues.
0: Well, there might be come the end of the season when we lose Trafford and Bradley. <laughs> yeah, but...
2: The, I'll be honest with you, though. Trafford, he's been called upon from time to time, but he's not been that heavily worked, has he? I, I, arguably, he was actually probably at fault yesterday for the goal. He probably, his reaction when he was going off at half-time indicated to me that he he was he kind of blaming himself. Um, so, I think... We could have had a lesser keeper in the net and still keep as many clean sheets because I think as a unit and as a team we defend very well. I'm going off on a tangent with regards to your question, but I'm str- I'm struggling with with it because you want as you want top class players in your team, don't you? And you want players that are going to impact games.
1: If we rewind, was Conor Bradley not suspended when we when we? won both of those 5-0 matches.
0: I think he was. Yes. And all goals came from in in so the No defenders,
1: area. it was all defenders wasn't yeah. it? So I, do you know as, and, and he's he's amazing. Don't get me wrong, I love that boy. I think he's going to be an absolute star. But I just I it, it, it is sometimes like Colin said it's the balance of the team and when you've got he was absolutely ran ragged yesterday, and every ball he got fired, he was off. And
2: yeah,
1: but you can't play like that. You can't play at that tempo every single bloody match. It's not sustainable.
0: it be certainly interesting to see how next season shapes up. Um... If Bradley, you know, does depart and doesn't extend his stay, which I think it's probably likely that he will, if we're being completely honest. Be interested to see how that team does shape up and whether it does offer us more balance or whether actually his absence will be felt and there will be a, a good hole, uh, a Bradley-shaped hole in our team. But looking ahead to, to Fleetwood a little bit more, a little bit closer, um, what what needs to change before we go go and play Fleetwood? What what you know? What are, what are your thoughts either on team selection, perhaps, yes. or, or attitude, or even the way we play? What do you think needs to change before before we welcome Fleetwood to the Uni Ball? Ange.
1: So so when they want to get the kids going, they give them a bag of Tang Fasics <laughs> before they kick off. Give them a bit of energy. Um, I don't I think they just need to they need to stop overthinking. it's It's that pressure end of the season where they're all trying so hard and they're all so desperate and they look so relaxed at Wembley. Do you not think they just they just played they just were relaxed and played beautiful football and it's te- there's, there's just so much tension. I think for me that's the thing that they need to try and do. Like Dion's, he's got that twenty in his head, and for every every match you go to, Finn's like, he ain't gonna. That's it for him now. He's twenty and he's stuck. He's cursed. Um, and it's that, it's that, it's that, it's that self-imposed pressure. I think with some of them that need to get that next, need to get that next. For Danny, he needs to get his first. For Dion, he needs to break that, to get past that mm. twenty hurdle. And um, and it, it's 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 pressure, and they're not they're just not handling it very well. I don't think.
0: Carl, what about you? Would you tend to agree with that?
2: Um, yeah, uh, d- do the basics first. I think is probably the, the way you look at it, isn't it really, you know, um, and that goes from all, just probably over trying a little bit too hard, overthinking things. Um, but I think he gets Fleetwood. I think it'll be a different type of game because obviously, Accrington started on front foot yesterday, didn't they? played and hit us at 200 mile an hour and i think at first they didn't really know what had happened what we going on whereas i think Fleetwood will probably be a little bit more relaxed about the occasion um but they've got better players so that again they'll fault they'll, they'll you know they'll form their own form their own challenges in that sense um i'm looking forward to it though because i think it's an ideal opportunity for us to do the right things and do the simple things and, and get the result i'm just a bit concerned it goes to the last day because I can't see any of the other teams dropping points. It's uh
0: it's 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 nervy, isn't it? It's it's, it's at that stage now where well games we look are at, quite literally must-wins. If we look at it like this,
2: this time last season, we weren't in the mix for this nervousness into the season, were we? And now we are. So as fans and as players, embrace it and enjoy it. I think. Because it's a uh, step in the right direction, isn't it, in terms of progression, year on year, season on season.
1: Absolutely.
2: Ultimately, it's all we can really ask for, given where we've been and what we've had to endure.
0: Absolutely. So, Fleetwood it is obviously quite literally a must-win. Uh, and on that note, I think that just about wraps up today's episode. we are not, um, not bothering with the
2: fans or man of the match, Ben?
0: I know it get that bit. I skipped that bit on purpose. I thought about it <laughs> then. I was like, shall I go back and do it? Is there really much point? I mean... I'll give it to Josh Sheehan for
2: what it's worth. I thought he was brilliant. I mean I he, <laughs> he, he, he's, he's, he was energetic. He wanted to impact the game. His distribution was good. Probably should have I, spun, I probably agree, actually. He on himself in good areas. Again, I thought we played, we played great. He was the only one I think he played well yesterday.
0: I think I would probably mirror what you said. I don't think anyone stood out, but if I was gonna pick one, I, I thought Sheehan. It is quite consistent. Um, quite badly as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's weird though because you come come to expect that from him because you know that's just the level he plays. That that's just yeah. He is just that good every week. Um, Ange, are you giving it to to Connor or Sheehan?
1: I would have given it to Connor or Kyle. I think. kyle again
0: the same you just you expect that output every single week because he's just an absolute trooper yeah uh but yeah i think that just about rounds off today's episode Uh, of course if you are watching leave a like on the video it really does help and if you aren't already subscribed subscribe to the channel uh on youtube because that really does help us out as well you can get us over on twitter which is at the Fanzone pod on saturday we will be giving away 40 Five pounds, I think it is. Uh, Ooh. I think that's the uh, yeah, get
2: no, no ticket no giveaway. Um, on Saturday, because we tried to do one as a competition for yesterday and nobody took us up on it, so we'll have to rethink that particular competition
0: because I don't think people want to watch Bolton for free. Which is <laughs> <a shame. laughs> it worked the first time around, but 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 not the second time around. I think
1: there uh, are always a bit of a trickier gender. one as well with yeah. especially kids in school and stuff awesome. they are
0: indeed but thank you all for watching we really do appreciate it and we will catch you in the next episode see you later see you soon thanks guys